It is time to check in with the Vancouver Suns' Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Let's uh, let's start with gas prices. Are we getting all of that relief and we'll find out what's happening at the pump this week? Yeah, the New Democrats have been talking about this now for a while. It was going to be two weeks ago that we heard what they were going to do about gas prices. Then it was going to be last week. Then on Friday, Premier John Horgan told our colleague Richard Zussman at Global that no it's this week so it's coming this week we know what they're not going to do the new democrats have absolutely ruled out cutting taxes of any kind and they've also ruled out cat trying to cap gasoline prices because they don't think that'll work so speculation runs rampant but everyone's noticing that uh, ICBC seems to be sitting on an awful lot of cash a couple of billion dollars So the guessing is we're probably looking at some kind of an ICBC rebate, and that would, of course, go to drivers, So uh, because ICBC already has the database to do that. So it would be fairly easy to gear up the checks and send them out. So that's the expectation. I don't know if that's where they're going to go, but that's the betting line. Hmm. It does seem, just through process of elimination, what, like you said, they're not going to do those other things, so what else could they possibly do? Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're going to do anything tells you that this is connected well past uh, NDP expectations. I mean, the government's original line on this was, come on, it's not taxes, it's Putin, right? And they tried that, and you know, I think what happened was people went, I don't care whose fault it is, I can't afford this. Do something. So we're going to do something. And and happily, the New Democrats did put out the dumpster fire at ICBC and restore finances at the Insurance Corporation of British Columbia. So it does have some cash on hand. I'm sure the CEO of ICBC would like to hang on to it for, you know, to deal with future accidents and pay everybody off. But the analysis says they've got plenty of money in the cash reserves and they'll still have plenty of money in the cash reserves if they give out a few hundred million dollars in rebates. So as I said, I think that's where they're going to go. All right. Uh, Let's also talk uh, about the Massey Tunnel replacement. Uh, There was the news conference Friday. I know we're calling it an update, uh, although it didn't feel like there was a lot of new information at that. Well, we've got a new name for the project. I mean, come on. (laughs) It's now the Fraser River Tunnel Crossing. So, yeah, that's it. For the listener who is using that tunnel today or perhaps even, uh, you know, contemplating the usual lineups, You might want to cover your ears for this part because this is not going to encourage you. So the whole theme of the of the update, Jill, was that uh, hey, we're dealing with congestion and we're dealing with bus traffic and we're dealing with bikes and hey, we're 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 doing something here. But when you when you drill down at what they actually announced, it was just an update on um, an interchange that's going at the north end of the tunnel, the Steveston Interchange. So it will be improved. Government's spending quite a bit of money on it, uh, tens of millions of dollars. Uh, There's going to be a new overpass, five lanes. Uh, You'll be able to get through there, especially if you're going across traffic uh, from Steveston and Richmond. Uh, There will be bus capacity there, uh, bike capacity. It's all, you know, it's real, all right, but... When you go into the details of what they're doing, it doesn't do a thing uh, to replace the tunnel. It doesn't speed that up at all. All it does is ensure that when the tunnel does get replaced, 
and the timetable for that is still 2030, so eight years away, um, there'll be a nifty intersection at the north end that'll fit right in with it. So it was, as I said, it was it was hard to, to find anything in there really to cheer about uh, or to say, hey, they're speeding this up. They haven't even start. They haven't even launched the environmental review on this project. So consultations are coming up, and the filing for environmental review is coming up. But that process will take three or four years, and only after that can they start construction on the replacement for the tunnel. So there wasn't an awful lot to celebrate about there on Friday. No, and I think even the wording, I remember listening to that news conference, the wording was something like, we have launched the process to begin the environmental review. It it wasn't even to to start the review. It was, we've launched the process to begin looking at it. (laughs) You know, yeah, launching a process, giving the project a new name, uh, how many different ways can you say, you're going to be waiting till 2030 before you will be able to go through that fancy new eight-lane tunnel, uh, because that's when it'll be open, I think at the earliest. The mayor of Delta was there taking part in this, and he was saying, you know, we've got to speed up this thing. And Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he would like to. I'm sure people living in Delta would really like to speed it up. But I didn't hear anything on Friday that said we're speeding this up. Uh, it, it, on the contrary, this is more, as I said, about getting the approaches fixed. And that new intersection at Steveston, mayor of Richmond was there celebrating it. And yeah, it, it'll be good for people that are staying on the north side <laughs> and not going through the tunnel uh, every day, uh, either in either direction. It'll just be great for them. Um, you know, I think what this was really all about, and it was, it was buried deep inside the press conference, the media conference on Friday. And that was when Rob Fleming, the transportation minister, got asked, um, so this intersection at Steveson, which is the approaches are budgeted at $137 million north and south, so it's a lot of money. Uh, is, is that going to fit right in uh, with the eight-lane tunnel that you're going to build eventually? Oh, yes, he said. Oh, yes, in fact, he said, in fact, he said. He had something to say to Kevin Falcon, the liberal leader. So Falcon has been looking at the plans for the replacement tunnel and noting that construction is not scheduled to start on the replacement tunnel till after the next election. So Falcon says if he wins the election, he'll go back to the 10-lane bridge because all the work was done on that. In fact, it would be open by now. So he says we'd go back to it. So Fleming said, I have a warning for Kevin Falcon. This Steveston work, that's going to be underway, well underway by the next election. So if Kevin Falcon thinks that he can just go back to the 10-lane bridge, if he wins the election, um, he can't because he'd have to write off all this money we're spending now on a, an intersection that is designed for an eight-lane tunnel. Oh, the Liberals have a comeback to that, Jill. <laughs> yes, they, <laughs> they do. <point> out that <laughs> when the New Democrats took office, they canceled the 10-lane bridge project, and they wrote off $100 million. So who are the New Democrats to point fingers at? This is just, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the BC politics, um, and I'm sure it's... Uh, 
just adds to the frustration of anybody waiting to get through there and and hoping something happens. Um, you know, we're still a long way from the election, assuming John Horgan sticks to the date that it's set for now in October 2024. And who knows whether this will be a deciding issue? Uh, probably not. I think there'll be more important issues by then. But in any event, we're going to be fighting the politics around this for a long time to come. Uh, yeah, I noticed, too, that they trotted out the old line as well about this new crossing is really because we want you to have more time with your family. We don't want you to sit in traffic. This is to get you home faster. And I thought, you've got to stop saying that because nobody, as you pointed out, nobody sitting in that congestion, which is horrific, is thinking, oh, great, in 2030, I'll have more time with my family. Yeah, your children will be in college, perhaps. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be in their own cars waiting to get through the tunnel by the time we get to 2030. So, yeah, I mean, the one thing they can say for sure, and they did say it again on Friday, and it's a very good selling point, I'm sure, for people with the NDP on this one, is it won't be told. The Liberals' plan was, yes, a 10-lane bridge, but it was a 10-lane toll bridge. So the New Democrats got rid of the tolls, as they did uh, elsewhere in, in Metro Vancouver, and I think that will be a popular stand, although the toll bridge, as I say, would have been open by now. If they'd stuck to the Liberal plan, they were not going to do that. I don't think we'll be hearing about tolls anymore. We might hear someday, Jill, about road pricing mm-hmm. in and around the region, although I don't know if there's any politician out there who's really going to run the risk of that. But uh, I think we won't hear about tolls till long after 2030. (laughs) (laughs) When hopefully uh, that tunnel will be in place. Uh, Vaughn, thank you so much. Uh, We will leave it there, but we'll check in with you again tomorrow. Bye-bye, Jill. That is Vaughn Palmer, Vancouver Sun columnist.